What's up and welcome to the Los Wise Guys podcast. I am one of your hosts, Eslam, a.k.a. The Architect, accompanied by Dan, the motherfucking madman. How's it going, Dan? We never made a uh, reference to the Matrix Architect with you. Oh, that's interesting. No, you have not. In this episode, we talk about the vaccines, how close we are, how close they are, and let's just let's just beat COVID. Let's just take it out into an alley with some bats, some crowbars, some 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 bare knucks. You know what I'm saying? Just just beat it. Just beat it. We're also going to talk about the um, the hell are we talking about? Cyberpunk 2077. Beat it. Cyberpunk 2077, where you can go to a back alley with some bare knuckles and start beating somebody. You can do that. I've done it. And we talk about the 2020 game of the year or sorry, game awards. I'm just so excited about game of the year in particular, but the 2020 game awards, we run through uh, some of the highlights, uh, the winners, nominees, maybe who we think should have won certain awards, who we wanted to, and some really cool announcements for upcoming games. Damn straight. So sit back, relax while we whisper the sweet, sweet wisdom and he goddamn airs. Music. You are now listening to Los Wise Guys Production. giving me the munchies remember that then i do i do i All didn't right. at first <laughs> I did well at that's because i changed it up a little bit our other song was cbd ah yeah so <laughs> the house of representatives uh brought uh a bill mm. to uh to decriminalize weed federally mm-hmm. um and that's their new jungle nice. uh Thanks to the Los Wise guys. And are we getting paid for this? <laughs> or is somebody stealing our ideas like they always do? <laughs> yeah, this is going to be the the new jingle for the bill. Mm. Um, you know, ours was The CBD. first bill to have a, have a jingle. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is the first bill to have a single, uh, single uh, jingle. It's a single. It's a hit. It's a hit. <laughs> it's a hit it's number one hit now, single. Yeah. You know, yeah. the single jingle. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think this is, a, this is a good move on the government's part doing decriminalizing it federally which will <clears throat> i think part of the bill will also um f- for it'll have like sections for people who went to jail for non-violent crimes such as having weed or selling it or so- something like that maybe um <clears throat> to lower their sentence more or be going out on parole and such so i think it's a it's yeah, a good why move. Not? Why not? Hey, man, if alcohol is legal, <laughs> exactly. Why not? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, America went through its period against alcohol with the uh, fuck. What was it called? Prohibition. Yeah, the prohibition. And I think the the period with weed is over. Um, I mean, who uh, who would have thought that with the war on drugs, drugs were going to win? 
Honestly, it's <laughs> it's like it that was, was that was like nobody saw it coming. It was it uh, was the stupidest war ever yeah. created. It's any it's, war it, on anything brings in yeah. more of that thing. It's funny because in uh, in the world of wrestling, as you know, I'm a, I'm a wrestling fan. There's a there's this thing called a a, a turn where you turn from a baby face to a heel, a good guy to a bad guy. And the, every once in a while, it's not done always because it's very difficult to pull off. There's the double turn where both wrestlers switch sides in the middle of a segment or a match. Most famously done by Bret Hart and Stone Cold, where they did a double turn. And by the end of the match, Stone Cold was the good guy. Bret was the bad guy. And the U.S. government and drugs <laughs> made a double turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's incredible. Well, it's the incredible. science is catching up. There's a lot of benefits mm-hmm. to weed, um, especially for cancer patients. It's mm-hmm. been used medically for a while now. There's a lot of um, study with CBD showing uh, help to um, uh, with Parkinson's patients or stuff like that <clears throat> to help calm nerves. THQ. So the THC is the chemical in weed that THQ gets you is high. a failed uh, video game development company. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there, no, there's a different one that goes by THQ Nordic now that you mentioned it. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, you know, THC, yeah. you know, is giving me the munchies. And, yeah. you know, we're going to write out that. Uh, single jungle, there and we're gonna we're gonna send it over to the to the house. So when they re- when they when the Senate votes on it, they can listen to it. You know, listen to the jingle because they're all old guys. They're used to jingles back in the fifties, and um, they'll, hopefully they'll pass it. <laughs> do you ever think that they walk they walk into like whatever ordeal they have to do where they're passing bills and such and then when is it like when they walk in it's when the house walks in they're just like all hardcore like represent like <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, it's the house of representatives you know that's all they do because out here I, representing you know what i want to see in the house of representatives like mm. they gotta do uh crunk battles to pass a bill <laughs> <laughs> the the Democrats versus just the Republicans, a bunch of old white guys, just, <laughs> just crunking, just dancing real hard, <laughs> getting heart attacks left and right. You know he wanted that passed. Yeah. This man died for this bill. <laughs> oh, oh God! Uh, you got the I one have... with a cane, just trying to move, just just trying to get in there. He fucking breaks that shit on the ground, like crunking real hard. Oh my god! All right, I got one more update for you guys on the um, the vaccine. Um, Europe COVID-19 has nineteen vaccine watch. Yes, <laughs> the LWG COVID nineteen watch. Um, Europe has officially started administering the Pfizer and BioNTech um, vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, the first recipient was a ninety year old woman. Mm-hmm. Um, she said she was happy to take it and such. And so we're going to start seeing results from Europe first. Uh, they'll be our test subjects. Thank you very much, Europe, um, for being the first ones. You guys are very brave to take it. <clears throat> Good on you. As well as um, the the FDA has recently uh, given the recommendation to go ahead with the emergency use of the vaccine in this time because it hasn't fully been tested properly because it Mm -hmm. was done so fast. There is a section in, I think, the Constitution where 
in an emergency they can bypass it bypass like the the long period of testing and such with the results they have now Mm -hmm. to start giving out the vaccine so the fda uh panel has suggested to do so and so hopefully will uh the government will go ahead and approve it uh approve the emergency use and they'll start um getting more vaccine doses and they'll start handing them out to the uh healthcare workers and government workers and such and then we'll um get more doses later on for the regular public mm-hmm. um but that is my lwg covid 19 vaccine watch yeah. fun fact I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm gonna get uh i'm gonna get tested again tomorrow nice. uh, i figure you know i'm just gonna do it i'm gonna do a monthly thing figure you know why not i'm i'm so exposed to it yeah uh, with the numbers rising and then uh oh it's just like I'm, I'm always around it and i i keep on saying like people should get tested i was like you know what man no, I have I'm going pra- to practice get, what I preach. Yeah, I have yet to get tested. Um, I'm usually very careful, and I don't mm-hmm. go out unless it's for yeah, grocery reasons. Yeah, but at, at the same such. time, yeah, but at the same no, time, no, it's I'm, like, I've it, been, you know. I've been thinking about getting tested soon as well. Um, yeah. And I have a, a, a testing site near me, so it's not oh, that difficult nice. for me. At Kane College, yeah. uh, the drive-thru. Um, oh, you can, that's where I go. That's where I like. Yeah, to yeah, go yeah. To. and yeah. Uh, like I'm down the street from them, so I have like. Yeah, no yeah, excuse, you're right. But... It's not. It's not a. Yeah, it's <clears> not a far drive for you. So I was thinking about going to get tested soon. Um, there you go. Yeah, especially with the rise of the second wave, wait, wait. Um, which has been projected to reach its peak in mid-January. Okay. Like around January fifteenth. Um, and then it'll start dropping off. Hopefully, those that sticks because January 15th isn't that far away. It's only about mm-hmm. a month away. Um, and if that's the case, then hopefully we can get out of the second wave sooner than later. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's my update <clears throat> on the coronavirus. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's um, Is that the way Car- Cardi B said it like that in a video and it became uh-huh. like a funny meme. I've heard of the Cardi B. She has a song that's called. <laughs> I've <laughs> heard of the way you said. I've heard of the Cardi B. It's like the way um, South Park did the Snooky. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's, that's the first thing that came. I, into I, mind. I mean, I mean, no, no disrespect. I don't know anything about Cardi B. I know that she has a song that, and I'm, I might butcher it. It's either WAP or WEP, and if it's a W E P, see, it's I was W-A-P. hoping AP. I was hoping W E P because I thought, okay, that's some type of like uh, internet security. Um, thing Wep. going on, yeah. <laughs> no, WAP. Do you know what WAP stands for? Obviously not. If I thought it was a WEP. Okay. Do you so. want me to tell you, or should I just let you? I, uh, don't, I don't care. <laughs> it really, I really, I'm never. Well, gonna it's it's it. a Cardi B song and uh, Meg The Stallion. I think it is. I'm um, sorry, Cardi B and what? Meg The Stallion. Is, is is another uh, female rap artist. Okay. <laughs> You know, good for them. You know, you thought it was a horse, didn't you? I didn't know what to think. I honestly, it's twenty twenty. I didn't know what 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 kind of adjective I was allowed to use. I got scared and I got stuck. I saw him. I didn't know what I was allowed to say. What would have been okay? I didn't know. Um. Yeah. So WAP stands for wet ass pussy. Oh. Okay. I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I'm a little disappointed. But you know what, man? Go out there, make your songs, make your webs. You know, go do what you're doing. <laughs> oh shit! Oh man, <sighs> what you got, Dan? Well, speaking of WAP, I've been playing. 
<laughs> That's the greatest segue ever. You know uh, it, sir. I've been playing Cyberpunk 2077. It happened. It happened. This yeah. game was announced in either March or May, I couldn't remember, of 2012. <laughs> and it took over eight years. Damn. Over eight years to get this game. And then when they finally said, you know, we're going to make it, they just said, you know, we're going to delay it. And 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 then Jeff Keighley's like, this is the date of the Game Awards. And they're like, yeah, we're going to put our game out on that same day. <laughs> um, So I've been playing Cyberpunk 2077, and it is exactly what I expected, man. It is open-world RPG game. It doesn't do anything better than anyone else, but it does a lot of things very well. <clears throat> it's very glitchy in the same way Bethesda games are. Like, uh, if anybody's played uh, a... um. Elder Scrolls game like a, like a Skyrim or an Oblivion or if you've played Fallout you know that those games are just extremely glitchy but in a way that it's almost endearing it's like oh Bethesda you guys <laughs> so it, it has that I saw one thing online that made me laugh where some game some guy his game glitched in a way that everywhere he goes there's these little trees and that is the funniest thing in the world to me because he kept on screenshotting the game and he would always go to these different spots and there's just like little trees. <laughs> it becomes like a little where's Waldo. It's like you walked in the new room. Okay, where are the trees? <laughs> Hilarious. Um, but the game is very, very glitchy. Um, it 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 crashed on me mm. like four times. Damn. And uh I played I played 12 hours straight. Jesus. And um yeah, I, I gotta go in at midnight and I stopped at well 12. And um there was some stuff in between there. I did a, I did a little bit of laundry. Um, and I, I ate some food and stuff like that. But uh, I did all that. The game is very enjoyable. Uh, it's first person, which you know yeah, you how I feel like. about first person. So I've had a headache uh, for most of that time. Um, I got to get used to that. Might get some drama. I mean, um, but other than at least the driving is they it, it can be done in third person. Thank God for that. Um, but uh, the game's enjoyable. <clears throat> um. Like I said, it just it's not perfect, and that is not at all surprising. Um, I mean, it's such a big game. It's such yeah. a big undertaking to go into that level of detail. It's such like a – I can't think of the word that I want to use. Like um, – and like almost overachievement and mm-hmm. what they were trying to do. And <clears throat> I give them props for trying to do it. Oh, yeah. I would have just been like, all right, next year, 2021. Yeah, they could have. They could have. And the next-gen versions are going to be out next year unless they push yeah. those back. But I, If um, I was them, I would. Yeah. Push, them up, push them back to 2022 when I get the console. Why don't we just get just release it in 2077? <laughs> At this point. That way you can just call it Cyberpunk this year. <laughs> that's if we make it to 2077 <clears throat> oh man but um it, it's cool uh, there was one point in the game in particular like i said it crashed for me a couple times like i said it's a new game there's a lot of bugs i was expecting that so i wasn't really upset about it the load times aren't too bad but when you want to like load a game or if you want to do a little bit of fast traveling there is you do have to wait which is something i haven't had to deal with with a lot of newer games uh, especially ps5 games I haven't had to do too much of that. So now it's just like, eh, okay, it's uh, the, the weight's getting a little bit annoying, but it's something I've been used to my whole life. Or, I'm sorry, not my whole life, but more recently so I could I could live with it. 
Um, there was one part that did annoy me though, where um, I had to go to this. There's this one mission where I have to meet with this guy. He's called a Ripper Doc, where mm-hmm. he installs like new different types of like hardware into me. Oh right, right, yeah. And uh, after you do that, you're supposed to speak to your your friend, your buddy Jackie. And uh, so it's like, okay, I do the thing. It's like go speak to Jackie, and I'm I go to where it tells me to go. Jackie's not there. And I was like, okay, is, is he over here? And I'm looking around. It's like, that's weird. Then it said, go speak to Dr. Vic, who is the Ripper doc again. So I go back to him and it's the same dialogue options I had before. And I was like, great. I was supposed to speak to Jackie and the game glitched and Jackie's not where he's supposed to be. So I can't mm. continue. So it's like, I was like, great. And I was like, let me do some side missions. I did a couple side missions, hoping that the game would like recorrect itself and I could go back. And it didn't. I actually had to go back, um, load a save redo the last thing i did and then jackie was where he was supposed to be Mm. i had i want to say two occurrences like that okay um but once again it is what it is oh and at one point when the game crashed um i don't want to say too much but there's a there's supposed to be this there's one person that's um some stuff happens maybe you don't even play this mission and uh something happens where there's a person who's dead inside of a car and you're supposed to get out the car and you do what you got to do um, the game crashed me there mm-hmm. when it reloads. Uh, and the the cool thing about the game is it, it auto saves like every like five seconds. So even if you do forget to save or you do something like that, if you want to load a save, you don't have to wait that bad. It's like nice. there's a That's save good. at almost every point. So you never have to worry about losing uh, progress. So I, I uh, the game crashed. I went and then it went back to that same mission, except the game was so glitchy that the person had one leg inside of the car through the roof and the body was just on the car <laughs> i was like not like this like show him some dignity you know <laughs> but um, um it, it is what it is who did you pick oh I, I i i stayed true i did what i said i was gonna do i was a corpo all the way nice um did it did you spend a long time creating your character i i spent about uh 45 to 50 minutes Oh wow! Creating okay. a character, I normally spend a lot of time creating. Yeah, characters. yeah. Um, you should see me playing a wrestling game. When I get a brand new wrestling game, the thing's like, oh man, I can't wait to put. I turn it on, create a character, and I'm just doing that for hours, and then yeah. I don't play it. But <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, no. So I did that, and then um, it's funny because I was talking to Rudy about it. He got it today too, and there was one part of the game where you get to um, you get to adjust uh your, your genitals. Your, the general yeah, yeah, adjustments. Yeah. And it's funny because there's a part of it that I completely missed and I didn't realize it. So he was telling me about it. I was like, ah. And that that's how intricate it is with the uh, character creation. There's so much that goes into it. It's like I was paying very close attention. I still missed it because there's so nice. much going on. So the thing with the game is there's a lot. There's a whole lot of menus, like a yeah, lot yeah. of menus and a lot of different things. So it's, it's a little bit overwhelming. And... Um, yeah, so I'm still learning how to play. Like I'm, I'm when I get like different upgrades and stuff, and it's like I could upgrade different ability points and perks and stuff like that. I still don't know exactly what kind of character I want to create, so I'm not sure where I want to put them. So I'm just throwing them in like a couple random spots. I have an idea. Um, but the game, it's cool. It's cool. Um, my biggest, my biggest, biggest, biggest issue is I really wish it could be switched over to third person, like they do with the Oblivion games and the yeah. Fallout games. Uh, where you could switch back and forth between first and third person. But when it comes to upgrades, I don't know why it's usually the longest thing that takes me to decide on what you want to upgrade. 
Yeah, I'm just like, and I, and I like, even with Last of Us Part 2, like with my weapons, when I'm upgrading, it always takes me forever to see. Last to of see Us, I I'm didn't upgrading. put too much thought into it. I did because I'm like, all right, what do I want more? Like, what fighting, like, I think about my fighting style more, like, which weapon I use more. And I'm like, do I want to upgrade this? Like, even with the upgrades, which one do I want? Do I want to do the capacity first? Do I want to do stability? Because I really suck at that. Like, yeah. so I'm just like, See, that's the thing. You've never really played a hardcore RPG. Um, not even hardcore, just not. just yeah. an RPG. That's the thing where it's like if you think it was bad in Last of Us, like Last of Us is nothing. It, you you jump into a game like a, like a Skyrim or or a, a Dragon Age, something like that, and then you want to like that's where you really get into um, Cyberpunk too. It's like because it's an RPG, there are so many different options. Like Last of Us, you could decide what gun you want to make a little bit mm-hmm. better. But, at the end of the day, you're playing the same game. Yeah, Everybody yeah. who makes all these different decisions, you're doing the same thing. Cyberpunk, uh, Skyrim, uh, Dragon Age, those are games that you and I can upgrade different things and play the game completely differently based off of what we do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that that's it's a little bit more intricate there. Um. I think that would probably just make my brain hurt. Not if you just stay. If not if you go in there with a certain path. Like I said, I'm kind of just going there just willy nilly trying to figure it out. Um, it's funny cause I didn't want to do anything to like, cause they separate into different things. There's uh off the top of my head. I want to say there's body reflexes, um, tech technology, um, or technical, um, intelligence and cool or coolness. Mm-hmm. Those are, those are your five different, uh, coolness. yeah. Uh, and those are your five things. And then they all do different things. I was going to put almost nothing into body. Because I was like, I don't need my, I don't want my guy to be like a brawler or anything like that. I don't really care. But then it's like you go into it. Well, body is your stamina and your health and how many, how much um, your encumbrance is, like how much you could carry and stuff like that. Like, okay, those are all important things. So then I started switching my characters. Like, all right, I need to put a little bit more focus in the body because I was putting a lot of it into my tech and intelligence. And then I was like, God, screw the coolness. I don't care about the coolness. And then the coolness, I was like, okay, that's how long it takes for you to um, recover from different ability usage and stuff like that. I was like, okay, I do need some coolness. And it's one of those things where it's like, I, you need everything. Yeah. So it's like, I'm trying to figure out where I want to stick to. It's almost like when we played uh, Dungeons and Dragons, you don't want to be good at everything because then you're a boring character. You mm-hmm. want to be good at certain things to make yourself a little bit more intriguing. Yeah. But uh, I, I am trying um, to stay true to the corpo, corpo path, though. For the graphics, how are they? Because I saw some like little uh, short videos on Twitter where well, someone was like, they showed a comparison between the gameplay they showed, I think, in 2015 <clears throat> versus now. And like the way the characters features are loading when you walk by them and stuff like that is super different. And they were showing like how this one security guard, it took like a full like couple of seconds of the you standing there looking at them for for the full features to come in to play. Um, so did you see any issues with that right now? What you described, I saw once um, it took maybe two seconds, maybe. But uh, that in particular <clears throat> Where you have somebody's just like, look at what it looked like when they showed off the game back here, as opposed to now. If you could find me a video game that doesn't that doesn't show that, I'd be surprised. Like there's there's every video game does it, and there's always angry people on the internet that are just like they they watch the video and they memorized it to the point they're just like, this is ridiculous. Like it doesn't look anything like that. Like the the infamous one was um the puddles. 
I can't remember which game it was, but there was one game where the puddles didn't look accurate enough. In, uh, no, they looked like a specific way in a trailer, I think it was. And then when the game came out, the puddles didn't look the same. And they were trying to make this whole big stink about it over the internet. They're like, dude, you're complaining about fake puddles. Like, <laughs> do you well, have I mean, nothing better to do right now? I was just curious if that was yeah. like rampant in the game or just like small instances. No, I mean, I've heard of a couple different things. That, I like I said, I experienced it once. I wouldn't be surprised if I exp- experienced it another hundred times. Um, I just, I was lucky enough to only see it the one time. Otherwise, how are the overall graphics? They're good. They're good. The The people don't look great, but I mean, what video game do they look great other than like The Last of Us Part Two and Final Fantasy VII Remake? You know, those are the only games I think people actually look like everybody looks good even ghost of tsushima the certain characters look good other characters they you could tell like oh this is a secondary character they didn't care about yeah yeah. and then here's a main character that they did care about so it's like like i said other than final fantasy 7 uh remake and last of us 2 i don't know if there's any other game that i feel like they focus on everybody uh this one's pretty similar there's certain characters when you look at them it's like okay this is one of the characters that's important to my overall story they look better as opposed to this random guy walking down the street yeah I feel like, well, at least from what I understood from seeing uh, from like their trailers, obviously I know their trailers and their cinematic and stuff like that. What what they were trying to portray is that they're, if you're spending so much time and putting these details in your character that you were supposed to be seeing these amount of details in your character, the main characters, and maybe some of the NPCs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, maybe that'll just happen with the upgrades, the hundreds of upgrades they're going to be doing to fix all their issues. But I was yeah. just curious. I mean, it's one of those things where like, I, that's something that they could patch in and fix later on. But it, at the same time, like, okay, I, do I want you to fix, you know, the way this random NPC walking down the street looks, or do I want to make sure that my game doesn't crash? I want to make sure my game doesn't crash. You know, maybe well, yeah, I want to make sure that this guy doesn't have trees all over his game. Uh, another thing that I heard about that I did see once was guns floating. Like <laughs> at one point you you walk, um, like I saw it early on where Jackie and I were doing this one mission that they showed at one of the E3 trailers where you're supposed to find some girl and rescue her and then like the paramedics come and pick her up. There's one point where I walked through a hallway, Jackie was ahead of me and he walked through and the guns stayed in the middle of the doorway they were just he was holding two guns they were both floating there i just walked past him and i looked at him and he's holding guns it was weird and the ones behind me they kind of just disappeared for a bit so they just yeah. floated there for a second uh, i heard some people saying that there was uh, floating guns throughout their entire game but um it's like i said i feel like for now like they they have a lot of work to do they have a lot of patching to do um i feel like the cd project red is becoming like another bethesda where i said it's they're going to be glitchy but it's also going to be like the endearing glitches where people look at um, Skyrim. They're like, hey, remember that one part by uh, I think it's Windhelm where when you walk into that town, there's uh, you kill a dragon on the way there. But then the bones just stay there for the rest of existence in the game. So every time <laughs> you walk by, the bones don't just glitch out. They're there. And then if you fast travel there, you kind of land on the you show up in Windhelm and then you see the bones just like crash land exactly where they were last time. So they're always respawning in that same area. It's a glitch, but is it killing anybody? No. And it's one of those things like, oh, Bethesda, <laughs> you know? So I could see CD Projekt Red becoming like that. Even with um, The Witcher 3, uh, one funny ongoing joke was like, anytime you tried to call Roach the horse, he'd always appear on somebody's building. 
you know, there's somebody's house. He's just always on the house, just like, hey, Geralt, you ready to go? <laughs> you know, so it's it's like especially games like that are big undertakings. It's it's bound to happen. You know, you pick and choose your battles. That's that's really it. But overall, it's not a bad game. It's not a 10 out of 10. Uh, from what I've played, it's only 12 hours that I've played. Um, but it's <laughs> uh, well, the game's supposed to be around 30 hours if you want to mainline it. If you want to do all the side missions, I think they said it was around 170 but oh, um wow. yeah hey, anyway, i did persona 5 royal i got this but um i don't know from what i have played i'd so far i'd give it a solid solid eight eight out of ten. Oh, that's not bad yeah <clears throat> which i really felt like that's where i was going to put it you know it was i was very excited about it but it was more anticipation and to play a new game as opposed to like what i think is like i, I still knew going in there I was like this oh. ain't gonna be better than last of us too and you're playing on on, on the ps5 right i'm playing on the ps5 with uh so it's boosted everything from mm-hmm. ps4 to ps5 all that crap okay cool cool mine is in the mail so okay. best buy sent it out and the steel case as well so i'm just nice. waiting for it and i'll jump on it once i'm done with um last of us part two so there you go yeah, we'll see what happens with that. All right, what's next? Um, the world of wrestling uh, was kind of a big deal. Um, I think I was supposed to do the story first, I just realized. But whatever. Um, so Kenny Omega, a week ago, went up against John Moxley for the AEW World Championship on AEW Dynamite on Wednesday. Um, while this was happening, Don Callis, who is uh, – some of you might remember him as – the Jackal? I believe the Jackal was his name back when he was in WWF way back in the day. And um, so Don Callis, who is uh, one of the like executives uh, of TNA Impact, just Impact now, he came to the show. He was invited by Tony Khan to do special guest commentary, as he's done before. And basically, he helped Kenny Omega cheat to win the championship. So John Moxley finally lost the world title to Kenny Omega. And uh, they're running out the arena people are yelling them oh my god you cheated why'd you cheat you're, you're a cheater you suck and the one uh announcer catches up to him alex marvez and he asked them like hey what was up what are you doing and don Callis told marvez you're gonna hear us talk about what's gonna what uh we're gonna talk about this and everything that you need to hear on tuesday alex marvez says well we're not on on tuesdays dynamite's on on wednesdays and he said no but impact is so the AEW World Champion showed up on a different promotion, Impact, uh, this past Tuesday, which was one of the most watched episodes of Impact in a very long time. Um, I saw it. it. They put on a pretty decent show. Um, one of my favorite things that they did, that that they normally do in their shows, they show different highlights of TNA from the past. And Eslam, they showed Steiner Math. One of my favorite things ever. Oh, right. I remember and you were telling me about Steiner Math. You, so the, the they were showing a couple times. Oh yeah, it's the greatest. So they were showing a couple different segments from like the greatest hits of TNA, and Steiner Math was one of them. And I was like, my God, thank God they did this. Thank God they did this. So it was a pretty decent show. A lot of stuff was happening. Uh, at the very end, uh, Kenny Omega's on his uh, little tour bus. And he's getting interviewed, and basically he says, "I'm the champ. This was a plan that we've been enacting for years without." us uh there is no aew blah 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 and then he said that he always wanted to be kind of a collector that now he's thinking about uh collecting belts so it looks like kenny omega is going to be trying to win titles 
in Impact while he is the AEW world champion. So he's going to try to win titles in multiple promotions, which he already has a title from Mexico. Um, so there was that. Then we move over to uh, this uh, Wednesday, this following episode of Dynamite, where Omega was there again. He pretty much said the same stuff. And uh, we also got to see um, Sting come out, and he said his piece. He was back on TNT, and Sting was talking about how there's this new kid who's supposed to be like the next Sting. His name's Darby Allen. But the cool thing that happened this past Wednesday was there was a sit-down segment between Brandy Rhodes, Cody's wife, and one Shaquille O'Neal. And... Uh, there's a. It looks like there's going to be a feud between Shaq and Cody, where there's this lady who represents Shaq who's been beating up Cody's wife. And uh, Shaq said some stuff at the end of the interview while uh, everything seemed to be okay between he and Brandy Rhodes. And then he was like, listen, when you go speak to, what's her name, Jade, I believe it is, you should ask for some pointers. That way you don't get your arm broke again. Brandy got very upset, took Shaq's drink, whether it was some type of alcoholic beverage or whatever, throwed it in his face, and then Shaq made one of the funniest looks I've ever seen, just staring at a camera for a solid like seven seconds, which now has to be a meme. <laughs> oh, of course, it has to be a meme. I'm just, sure he knew. I knew. I'm sure he Shaq knew knows. That it was going to be knows, a meme yeah. when he did it. Shaq knows. This is angry, wet Shaq face. You know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, all that, all that happened in uh, in uh, wrestling this past week. That's great. I'm I'm happy Shaq's going into this because he's funny. Well, Shaq was supposed to be a part of wrestling years ago. He's the reason why Big Show got in great shape. And then they never had the match. Which I was like, thanks, Shaq. You made Big Show work out for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, for his health, sure. Well, no, no. Show was great. Show was so much happy about it. So much happier about it, too. So it's like, good for Show. But they were supposed to have, like, this big thing. And then, yeah. That it never happened, and now AEW is on TNT, just like NBA on TNT is. So you got crossover there. So, of course, you're going to see Shaq and Cody. Yep. Uh, that that's going to be an interesting match. Yeah. I <laughs> I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be Cody making Shaq look good. Well, yeah, because Shaq can barely move like that. So I mean. You saw how hard it was for him to go up and down the court. So I mean, I, I know the ring is a lot smaller, but still. When when, Shaq's what? <laughs> Shaq went but, up and down the court, man. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't. He wasn't. I mean, obviously, he was a lot older. You, at, yeah, towards you must, the end of his yeah, career. Yeah, you gotta be talking about old man Shaq. Yeah, towards okay, the end okay. of his career. Well, yeah. obviously, it's not like it's young man Shaq that's going to be wrestling. It's fucking Shaq now. Yeah, but it's but it's a but that's a difference. Years after it's, his yeah, but it's a his... non wrestler. It's a non wrestler pro wrestling. You don't have to be in your best shape. Of, if you if you're going up against somebody the caliber of Cody, it doesn't matter. You know, Shaq could be in any any shape. No, it'll, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Cody's good. <laughs> yes. Um, all right, let's get into the to the meat the game awards to, happen to the flame and yon the game the game awards happen and uh i thought Robot it was supposed steak. to be a 4 hour show what <laughs> i thought it was I'm supposed sorry. to be 4 hour show it looked like it was only 3 hours um i'm pretty sure it yeah. said 4 somewhere maybe they were counting the pre show that i just completely missed but game that was of definitely not an hour the year was an interesting one I, do you want me to start with game of the year just jump in, or do you, you, you want to start with that? that? Wow, uh, up to you, up to you. I'm leaving it up to you. As long as <clears throat> no, let's leave that up for a little. Okay, let's well, do when it. did they usually announce game of the year? They or did it last. The that was the that was the last thing. 
Yeah, okay, let's do that last. Okay. Let's go in order. Um, so you said that you skimmed through some of it. Did you see anything skimmed, that caught your eye? Uh the the so in the pre-show they had the uh, uh what is it best um action adventure game? Uh, and um Last of Us Part Two won that game. Yes, it did. Won that award. Yes, it did. Uh, as so that was interesting. Actually, in terms of action adventure, I mean, I would have Last of Us. Ghost. Yes, I might have gone Ghost or, or Miles, but um, yeah, I, I would have definitely gone I... Ghost for the adventure, and and there was a lot of action in Ghost. Um, obviously, Last of Us Part Two is action adventure as well, but I feel like Ghost was more action adventure. It's, um, it's, I feel like I, in terms of action and adventure, I feel like they were the same. It's, that's always the weird one. Cause what is action adventure? Isn't almost every game action adventure at the end of the day? It's yeah, a well, weird one. It's like, my thing what is, what is I, more action adventure? <laughs> that's like, I feel like they were both the same in terms nah, of action adventure. Ghost was way more action adventure. There was a lot yeah. in Last of Us Part Two. You're constantly fighting all these people. Like, there, I feel like there was as much. The only thing is, Ghost had, a, because it was open world, it had more yeah. random encounters. That's the only thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I lean towards Ghost simply because of the type of combat. The combat yeah. was better um, choreographed, I guess you could. Not, yeah. It's not necessarily choreographed, but it was a better fighting element as opposed to last of us last of us was more scrappy just trying to get survive mm -hmm. ghost is about skill and talent and patience and effort that's oh, why that's why biggest I would go, thing is patience yeah, yeah that's why i would go uh ghost in that reason but hey man last of us wins something i'll be happy about it but uh yeah so they they did win that um speaking of fighting i just, I just want to point this out um the one true superior fighting game that should only be the game winning any type of fighting game award one, as it should always, even if they didn't drop a game that year. Mortal Kombat. Nothing else. <laughs> Nothing else should be beat Mortal Kombat. People, oh, I like Street Fighter. Oh, I like that. But Street Fighter sucks. Street Fighter has always sucked. I'll say it. I'll be Ryu and Ken are the same person. They're the same person. They didn't even try. And you can say, oh, yeah, but but isn't everybody, aren't all the ninjas based off the same thing? But they don't have the same powers. They're not the same people. Ryan Ken, it's do you want black hair with a bandana or do you want blonde hair? Which one do you want? Do you want the guy wearing the white or the guy wearing the red? It's the same person. They suck. They suck. <laughs> okay. And a close second is Tekken. That's a close second. Tekken is good, yeah. That's a close second. That's the end of my segment. I don't really care about those fighting games anymore, but sure. Hey man. Hey man. Mortal Kombat eleven, you gotta play it just for the story. Just for the story. I think I had downloaded it on Game Pass. No, Let's that's see. that's Mortal Kombat 10. That's a good story too, okay. though. That's a good story. You should play Mortal Kombat 9 first. That's what the story is. You should begins. play 1 through 11, no, I guess. No, no, Trust me. 9, 10, 11 is fine. Okay. 9, 10, 11 right. is fine. Um, another thing I want to get into real quick, uh, multiplayer game of the year. Uh was not Fall Guys, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. It wasn't Fall Guys. I was I was hoping. But it, I feel like it went to a it went to a good home. I went to a nice place, uh, Among Us, Among Us one, which okay. which is I get it. I played it. Have you played it? You haven't played it. No, it's fun, Islam. It's fun. What's Among Us? It's basically it's a group of people. Um, you're on the spaceship and you have to uh, you have to get these duties done before uh, a time limit, I believe it is, mm -hmm. and um, maybe it's not a time limit. Oh, well, it's those 
those, those little weird little things. creature things. <clears throat> okay, okay. I and know one of them, about. one of them, or sometimes more than one, is a killer. So your mm. objective is to try to get all these tasks done and survive, while the killer's objective is to kill everybody there. And you, uh, the people who are um, not the killers, have to guess who the killer is. Which mm. does that sound familiar, Islam? And yes. while that's happening, um, let's say uh, the cool things are there. The killer has like these different secret passages that they could use. And stuff, but the moment like a, a, the moment somebody finds a body, it gets reported. Everybody gets together in a group meeting and they state their case as to why they think somebody is the killer. Who do they think is the killer? Who's the suspect? The person who's being uh, accused is trying to prove that they're not. While the killer is trying to weasel his way and is like, "It's not me," because I saw this person do this. And then, you know, it's it's a really really cool fun element. That's why I feel like in terms of multiplayer, it's great. Yeah, it is great for that. You know, it's Someone that probably took, is. Uh cop killer victim and made into a video game and it's really good it's it's only available on mobile and pc not mac pc so i'm stuck playing it on my phone which isn't as great as pc great game though great game okay um i think um fall guys did win a an award in the pre-show i just don't remember which one i can scan through real quick if you want to just fill the air uh, it's fine. It's not. It's, I don't <laughs> think it's that important. But um, <laughs> here I am already doing like no animal. No, it's Animal okay. Crossing <laughs> one best family game. Okay, that, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, and um, the uh, best musical score went I did, to I Final Fantasy. That, that was in a pre-show. Went to Final Fantasy VII, right? Remake. Oh, Which yeah. I'm I'm happy about. What were the other ones going up against? Last that? of Us Part Two, obviously. Um, shit, Hades. I'm trying to see if I can find it. People said a lot about Hades music. How great it was. Um, Indie game, games for impact, it. performance, audio design, score, music was mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII Remake, which won. Doom mm-hmm. Eternal, Hades, yeah. Ori, and the Will of the Wisps, and The Last of Us Part Two. Out of that list. I I feel like they made the right call with Final Fantasy. Um, Last of Us Two did have great music, but I feel like Final Fantasy's music it it just I mean it it got you going every time, every time. Nice. It was such such good score. Um, I did find Fall Guys uh, award that they won, but I had to. It was best. Uh, it was for community support. Yes, yes, best community support. Yeah, which definitely. I'm. Uh, hey, man, I'm glad they won something. You know, yeah. I didn't want them to go away without uh without any wins. One award that had me laughing, Aslam, was the best ongoing game award. That's uh, was that Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> it wasn't even listed. I had to check. I had to check. <laughs> it had like how is that not the winner? Because it wasn't the best. <laughs> um, but it's funny because in terms of best ongoing game is is a is like a a games as a service game where that yeah. they're constantly adding support to and adding new stuff to it. Okay. So and what are the nominees? The nominees the for nominees? games for impact were I'm sorry, games for impact for ongoing game was um No Man's Sky, mm-hmm. Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Call of Duty Warzone, and of course Fortnite. Mm. And the winner was completely caught off guard. So when Jeff Keighley turned to him, this man was in the middle of drinking a beer. <laughs> and then it was just like, No Man's Sky wins. And then he's nice. in the middle of drinking a beer, and he's just like, whoa. <laughs> he's just laughing. He's like, I had no speech prepared. This man was thinking, I'm just going to show my face. And it was, um, I can't remember his name right now, but this is the, you remember the whole No Man's Sky debacle, right? Yeah. 
Uh, so for those of you who don't know, real quick, No Man's Sky was this game that was it was the game that they promoted. That, here's the game that you could do everything. <laughs> you you go to all these planets. It's so vast. You're never going to meet another character uh, by Hello Games. And it ended up not being that at all. And uh, it was the joke of the industry for the longest time. But over the years, No Man's Sky has improved, got a much bigger fan base. And look, they actually won an award. So this guy whose name I cannot remember um, was just overwhelmingly shocked. Didn't have a speech ready. He just thanked everybody, thanked the fans. And he did what he had to do. But I thought it was hilarious, uh, his reaction. Just, just chilling, drinking a beer. <laughs> I mean, uh, what else are you going to do during quarantine? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't drank one beer in this entire quarantine. I don't think you have either. So you know that alcohol sales went up during quarantine. I'm right? sure it did. I'm sure it did. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. One award I do want to talk about was best performance, which uh, okay. something I was very uh, much looking forward to. So you had different people. Yeah, Laura Bailey is Abby from Last of Us. Ashley Johnson is Ellie one. from Last of Us. Uh, Daisuke Suji as Jin from Ghost of Tsushima. Logan Cunningham as Hades from Hades and mm-hmm. Najee Jeterm or Jeterm, sorry if I pronounced it incorrectly, as Miles Morales from Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Yes. And the winner who I voted for and was so happy about was diver- deservedly so Laura Abby. Bailey as yeah. Abby. I did see that one. Yeah, yeah. I very, was happy about that very one. happy about it, especially with everything she had to go through mm-hmm. um, as playing Abby and getting death threats uh, wished upon her and her child, which was a newborn or unborn at the time. Um, the fact that she's just like, Hey, you all hated me. Best performance. Suck it. You know? So yeah. I'm pretty happy about that. Of course she didn't say that. I she was very professional. Just, <laughs> I honestly thought that you spoiled something for me mm-hmm. and I got upset. But then I remember you're talking about the actress's real life baby and not like, I was like, Abby had a baby in the game and she was getting death threats. I was like, bro, <laughs> you, you fucking kidding me? You know, me? I wouldn't How do that. Gonna... You know, I, I know. Do that. I know. That's why I had to like think about it for a second because I'm like, Dan is way better than that. He won't do that. Oh, right. He told me about this before. Yeah. It was the actress. Okay. Yeah. Laura Bailey. Um, <laughs> bro, I was about to get so mad. You're right. He, ladies and gentlemen, he almost quit the podcast. He's <laughs> like, he's just going to throw his mic. Screw this. Just like fucking flip the desk. I've had it. I've had it. I only have Not five minutes left. The fucking game. I only have five minutes left. <laughs> there wasn't enough time for a baby. <laughs> oh man but uh (laughs) all right what's another one i want to get into um best narrative um last of us part two come on of course of course of course who are the other nominees 13 sentinels ages rim that's it no i'm just have you ever heard of that game (laughs) no neither have i and i play games man how man crazy good for them for being nominated you also have Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, and Hades. Okay, yeah, definitely Ghost of, um, definitely Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, well, who knows? Maybe that Thirteen Sentinels Ages Rim had them. You know, <laughs> maybe that was I mean, a close. That, I mean, if they had a better title, maybe more people would know about their game. It was probably a. a, a I Hideo think a Kojima decent game. amount of people knew about the game if it got nominated. No, it was just a Hideo Kojima project. Um. And another one I want to mention real quick was Best Game Direction. Okay. Uh, you had Last of Us Part Two, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, and Half-Life Alex. Don't you notice I said like the same four games for almost everything? Yeah, I know. It's, that's getting annoying. Yeah. Hey, they were good. <laughs> like that's that's what it comes down to. And the winner was The Last of Us Part Two. There's an yeah. ongoing theme here. Yeah, I know. Here's an that, ongoing theme. Remember, um, I had talked about this on uh, 
on the podcast a couple episodes ago, <clears throat> I had sent a, a, a message in a group chat. Mm-hmm. And it was like someone who edited like all the nominees. Yes. And it was just like like every category ended with the winner is Last of Us Part 2. Last of Us Part 2. Last of Us Part 2. And I was just like, this seems like legit. I feel like this is going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I'm all, And I'm probably only halfway through the game. <laughs> um, A few other ones I want to run through real quick. Best RPG. I didn't say that, right? No. Okay. Best RPG, which honestly, for me, this was the toughest decision when I was voting. This was the hardest so, one out of everyone. Okay. What are the nominees? Final Fantasy VII Remake, Genshin Impact, <laughs> okay. Persona 5 Royal, Wasteland Ooh. 3, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. Okay, so very, I know very difficult. you love the Yakuza. I didn't play I this you... Yakuza. I, I, par- I purposely put it off. So I didn't play uh, this one. But I it probably would have Final been. Fantasy VII Remake. Final Fantasy played, VII Remake, yep. Uh, Persona 5. I played every game there except for Wasteland 3 and Yakuza Like a Dragon. Oh, shit. Um, Damn. So, but to me, it came down to the ones that you would expect. Final Fantasy VII Remake and Persona 5 Royal. And yeah. I, I honestly got us on. I sat there for like a solid like 20 minutes just staring at these games. I was just like, I love both these did games. You, did you do some like internet rolls? No, I didn't. Like this roll, was, roll. I, couldn't, I couldn't leave it up to chance. This one had to come uh, from me. It had to come okay. from deep within. And I sat there and I was just like, I love both these games. But then I thought in terms of an RPG, in terms of a role-playing game, they're both JRPGs. So I was like, in my heart, Persona 5 Royal, to me, was the better of the two. So it didn't win overall, which I'm not surprised about, but I, I feel like I made the right decision with with my vote. I'm happy with my choice. But did Final uh, Fantasy win? Final Fantasy 7 Remake did win. Okay. Um. So I, I knew it was going to come down to those two. And indie game was not Fall Guys. Hades won that one. So Hades did come away with something. And I don't see it, but uh, the accessibility award did go to Last yeah. of Us Part Two as it should have. Nice. Very so, good. yeah, innovation and accessibility. So I was pretty happy about those. Now, I just want to jump into some announcements before I mention the game of the year. Or do you want me to go game of the year now? No, go for the announcements. Okay. So uh, there were a few announcements that they made. Uh, this one, I'm going to start opposite. I'm going to go with a big banger. Uh mm-hmm. The last one they showed off is they're showing off just space and people speaking. And it's just like, what's going on? They're showing all these different things. And then, Islam, you hear this one sound, this one very distinct sound that anybody who knows the sound knows what it is. And they knew it was a Reaper and it was about Mass Effect. Nice. And it was insane. This is how they decided to end it <laughs> other than, you know, the actual award. So uh, this is a new Mass Effect game. So they're showing all this stuff and then it's like you you see a Mass Effect relay and they're just showing all these different spaceships and stuff. And then you see like there's this one planet and it's like covered in like snow, possibly ash, but most likely snow. And then you somebody's walking towards this thing on the ground. It's a little bit covered in snow. They lift it up and it looks like a visor. They wipe off the snow and it says N7 mm-hmm. and they cut to the person holding it and it's Liara. Oh, and then it said Mass Effect will continue. That's all it said. <laughs> nice. So it's just like, was this the new game? Was mm-hmm. this the Mass Effect Legends remake that we know is coming? What was what happened? And we know that there's work that studio Bioware from EA is working on a couple different games. They're currently working on Anthem, 
Uh, they're working on Dragon Age 4, which is another announcement that they did make during the Game Awards. Um, so it's just like, we know that a new Mass Effect game is still a ways away, but they could tease it. They teased Dragon Age 4 a long time ago. So I, nobody knows what it was. The joke going around is that people are now calling that game Mass Effect Will Continue. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mass Effect, my heart will go on. <laughs> God, I would play. Yeah. I would play so much of that game. <laughs> Mass Effect, my heart will go on. I'll play it forever. But uh, I'm very much looking. That's forward. exciting, man. Oh. That's exciting. I'm, I can't wait for the Le- Mass Effect Legends. I can't wait to play those games. I can't wait to replay them. Um, I can't wait to replay them. It's gonna be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and after like playing so many games now, mm-hmm. like I'm actually like into video games. Yeah, you get it. You get it now. Before I was like like a. Uh, passerby of like video games yeah. but now i'm just like all right i'm like i i do want to play it, it was weird oh, i feel no. like you always had this um this weird it was like you had you did have a respect for it it seemed but it wasn't you weren't like enthralled with it i never i yeah i never like the thing with video games um it, i i always had the same stupid excuse of i, I don't play with i don't I yeah play, i don't I like play playing with alone or whatever just like that didn't even say yeah, words. exactly. I would, <laughs> dude, make worse fun. It was the stupidest fucking excuse I've yeah. ever came up with. No. Um, but then, like, after, like, quarantine forced a lot of people to try new things. Yep, except for me. But and yeah. give things chances. Yep. And I, I started playing video games. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if I didn't have you, mm-hmm. Rusty, mm-hmm. Rudy... Mm-hmm. Like Henry, mm-hmm. like giving me great game suggestions, this could have ended up bad, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I how started. Would you, how off... would you feel if I told you all of us got together, we came up with a game plan? <laughs> on... All right, we got to do it, guys. How oh are my we god, that would have been a that would have been a great episode. <laughs> You're like, you release it now. It's like this is how we got Islam into video games. Oh man, the four of you had a meeting, a secret meeting. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's just like going through the Batman games, Star Wars, um, Jedi Fallen Order, Mm -hmm. like those games really hit it out of the park for me Mm -hmm. because they were both good in story and gameplay. They're narrative focused. That's what it comes down to, at least for me on granted, it's not for everybody, but, and I, I, like I said, I know that you like a good story too. That's why I was like, these are great stories that you're missing out on that I know you would like. I know you would appreciate. And it always upset me. Like, everybody has their own reason for wanting to get you into video games. Me personally, was like, I don't want you to miss out on some of the greatest storytelling I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. These were were so great. Such great stories. Um, And I'm glad I got into them. Missing out on The Last of Us and Last of Us Part 2. For the people who don't play that, just like you need to understand, blow the fuck up. Like the people who played it, saw what happened at the beginning, got mad and quit. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? You should you should just like hand in your video game systems at this point. Like this is bullshit. Give give back your PS fives, your PS fours, mm-hmm. your PS threes, all your PSs. Yep, all Pieces the shit, all the. Pss, pss, pss. All right, but but yeah, man. So they 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 showed off the Mass Effect. Uh, they did show off some Dragon Age, as I did say. But you know what they started off with, Eslam, and yeah. it was insane. They started off with one of the biggest news stories there is, and at the same time, uh, people are talking about Sister Act Three, which is a whole other thing. 
But while this was happening, um, they showed off Super Smash Brothers. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. new character getting revealed. Who is it? And it's funny because I don't really play Smash that like that. But I am one of those. Be- I know how big a deal it is for a new character to be announced. And I know the internet goes crazy. And I enjoy being a part of that, not necessarily mm-hmm. playing the game. So I was like, okay, who are they going to show? And you see like all the characters, they're fighting. It's like a little cinematic trailer. They're fighting and then they look up into the sky and then they see something. And up there stands a man, a man with one wing, the one winged angel, Sephiroth, the villain of Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. He shows up and it's insane. He's just wrecking house. And they they cut to this one image, Islam, which is, my God, it's going to haunt people's dreams forever. Where Sephiroth busts out his extremely long sword and you see him just right through mario <laughs> and mario was like 10 feet up in the air and then they cut closer and you realize he's just holding him up by the, like the little the little um the button the, the yeah the, the i can't remember the name for it but this little shirt jacket the overall thing. yeah the overall strap he's holding it by the overall strap everyone's like okay <laughs> okay he didn't kill mario we're okay guys but but the image and it was like one of those that looked like an old school like japanese thing where i was like it was like a dark background, like they were both dark, and then all you see was the outline of Sephiroth, the sword, and Mario. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just murdering him. Uh, and then they showed off him and Cloud, the protagonist of Final Fantasy VII fighting, and they showed off all these different swords and stuff. It, it was it was really cool. It was really cool, and everybody's losing their minds. I mean, you talk, you're talking about that, Ancestor Act 3, <laughs> at the same time, you know? It's insane. People can't handle that much uh, <laughs> attitude. Uh, and then after that, the initiative one of uh, xbox game studios showed off the game that they have been working on very quietly that nobody has talked about and it was rumored now it's confirmed perfect dark i know very little about the perfect dark series i know it's beloved i know they made a sequel and everyone hated it (laughs) (laughs) so now this is them trying to correct the wrong it's a new studio uh like i said working specifically for uh exclusively for xbox and everybody lost their minds again the perfect dark game is real and it's owned by xbox nice so okay. xbox coming out hard then they showed off back for blood eslam back for blood i saw that trailer yeah did okay. that trailer make you think of anything yeah um, what, what did it make you think of last of us that's the wrong answer sir it made you think of left for dead oh okay well i mean the whole like you're shooting zombies and, <laughs> no, in the beginning where it was like the worm and the scientists and I was like, oh, maybe this is going to be another story based uh, narrative based game. It's going to be a good story. And then I then I got it further into the trailer and then I was like, oh, never mind. Yeah. Well, do you remember Left 4 Dead? Yes, I've seen those trailers. I never played the game. Oh, you sure? I'm sure we played at Danny's house a couple times. Because it's a four I players. Don't remember um, <clears throat> I'm, I, that was probably not me. All right, all right. Well, Left 4 Dead was uh was um it's a four player co op. You you run around shooting zombies, and um there were different types of zombies. There'd be uh the mo- one everybody remembers is always the witch, where you mm-hmm. would get to a certain part of the game, you would hear crying, and you knew there was a witch nearby, and then you could just walk past her, avoid her, or you try to kill her and die trying. So the people and it was like a huge, it had a huge following. Everybody loved Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead Two came out. It was more of the same, and it kind of fell off. So this game is called Back for Blood, and um, it's made by the same people who made Left 4 Dead. And it's it's straight up just Left 4 Dead, <laughs> just modern-day yeah, yeah. Left 4 Dead. So people were pretty excited about it. It looked um, like it. Yeah. 
And another one they showed off that looks really cool was the Callisto Protocol. Now, there was a game back in the day called Dead Space. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Um, but Dead Space is known for being one of the scariest games ever made. Um, you're in space, and there's a bunch of these weird alien monster things running around killing people. And it's just, it's straight up, it's scared, it terrifies people. Um, so the people that made Dead Space now made this new game called The Callisto Protocol. And uh, that's supposed to be coming out in 2022. So a lot of people are excited about that. One that got me, that got me, was Open Roads, made by Annapurna, uh, the people that made Gone Home. It looks like a narrative-based story. It's it's an animation. It's weird. It looks like the art style almost looks like Archer mixed with, oh. I don't even know, man, mixed with 90s X-Men cartoon. But that's just because it's I've... an old lady with the white hair and looks like Rogue. I've seen a couple of premieres in the pre-show and I'm loving their art styles. Like I saw this, um, like this one where it was like this dark theme thing where she's fighting monsters and like this world is underwater and like they're on boats and shit like that. And Mm -hmm. they have to fight these creatures. And like, I'm, I'm starting, I'm loving these like, like the cartoony, weird, yeah. weird art styles because I, f- I feel like it's now not you the don't same to... old crap. <laughs> yeah, and it's also like, all right, th- th- we're gonna focus on the story, and then the the game is still gonna look beautiful, mm-hmm. but in another way. Mm-hmm. And and I think it it, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like that kind of started with Breath of the Wild. Where Breath of the Wild was had this weird art style to it mm-hmm. because it was such a big game on mm-hmm. like this smaller type console. So they needed to make it this giant game, but also like look good and nice and whatever. And they gave it this like weird art style that I feel like other games are like, okay, we can kind of do this too. Mm-hmm. And that way we can focus on the story, on how big the game is and whatever. And that way, the art style doesn't take a lot of the computational power. Yeah. Um, and it's working out really well. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing. I, I'm digging some of the stuff. Like, Left 4 Dead is that type of style. Um, it's not a huge game, but it's it's like a fun game to kind of like go in and play uh, every now and then. Uh, so. Well, that's the thing. Like, uh, I, it's, I agree and disagree with the whole... I wouldn't say that they started it with uh, Breath of the Wild, but... It's something that pe- it, it didn't start it, but it got people's attention. You know what I'm saying? It made it popular. It's not even that. It's like it's something that's always been there, but it's like Breath of the Wild kind of made it okay. It's just like because I the first time I think of a game that looks weird to me, um, I go back to Dragon Ball Z Budokai Two, the first time, the first game I ever played that was cell shaded. I was like, this looks weird. I don't know how I feel about it. And then the more I played, I started liking it. And I was like, okay, not all games have to look the same. And you could go even further back. Look at the first two Mortal Kombat games. They were basically like pictures of people, like legitimate people in a video game world. So this is something that's been around for forever. It's just it was like these little niche things where some people would have it, some people wouldn't. And then so many different styles came. And then Breath of the Wild came. It's like, listen, we're going to win every award. We're going to be the best game out there. And we're going to look different. And then they did it. And then Cuphead came out. And look at Cuphead. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like all these games, they're just like, listen, you don't well, have Cuphead to look the same. Cuphead took a nostalgic style and brought it back into a video game yeah. of like the old, like, like early 80s cartoons nah, and dude, stuff like that. Nah, dude, that's like, like that. 30s, 40s cartoons. 
right yeah well the early walt disney stuff yeah. yeah you're right but that's the thing um, and it's just like it, it made it okay it's just like not every game needs to look like halo and you know yes, no disrespect yes. to halo but not every game needs to have that same visual you know so it's mm-hmm. like you could do all these different types of games so like i said this game in particular it looks really cool it's called open roads um, and it looks like it's going to be, uh, it's a, no- they said it's supposed to be narrative mixed with some mystery where you're this girl and you, you you remember your grandmother and it turns out that you discover your grandmother used to be like this master thief. And then it's like, I think you find some of her stuff to like find, I maybe, I don't know, like a treasure that she hid somewhere and now you're trying to find it. And it seems like a really cool narrative based story. So I don't know if there's going to be that much action that goes into it, but there doesn't have to be for a video game. Like I was talking to Rudy, he called me up in the middle of the game awards and there's so many games that they showed off. I was just like, oh, look, here's a game about people in space shooting people with guns. That's every <laughs> game. And ma- and mind you, I love Mass Effect. <laughs> but after a while... Well, Mass Effect is also narrative-based, right? Exactly. That's what we were so. talking about. Because I told Rudy, I was like, listen, you like Halo, but let's be real. What is so great about Halo other than it's multiplayer and it's a shooter? There was no answer. And he was just like, he was like you're right. And he was just like... The older I get, the more I realize, like, I don't understand why I like it. I, he still likes it. He loves that series, mm-hmm. but he it's not the same. And I feel like as we've gotten older, the industry has kind of grown up with us. And they're starting yeah. to tell all these different games, you know? And um, that's why, like you said, Mass Effect. Yeah, it's a space game. It's a shooter. But there's great storytelling in it. There's different character decisions. It's all narrative-based. It's And it's great because of it. Um, What else we got that they mentioned? There's the Vin Diesel game. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's right it's funny it's, tell me about that. it's arc uh two uh which is it's based off of arc uh, survival evolved i believe it was called henry you would know you're you're a big fan of this game i think or maybe you love to hate it i don't know but uh it was this game where you run around and you're trying to survive and there's dinosaurs and now it's the same exact game but with vin diesel <laughs> <laughs> is he driving cars in this game? I don't know. For a while, I was like, is this is this Riddick? He's going like, to be drifting dinosaurs. I was like, why does he have tattoos similar to the rocks? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, tribal tattoos. Yeah, sure. man. I, I don't know. But that's that's out there. They also showed off a new season for Fall Guys coming the 15th. Fall Guys season Ooh, nice. three. It's all based off of snow stuff. Not Christmas like Rudy said, and I had to correct them. There was nothing Christmas-based in the entire Is trailer. Is that going to be free or paid? Go back and watch it. It's free. And the whole thing Damn was it. all winter and snow-based. Why do you want it to be paid? I, I want to support them. Just buy the game. That's how you support it. I did buy the game. All right, buy the extra packs that come with it. Nah, I'd rather buy like the, the seasons. Like for five bucks? No, no, they want everybody to play the season. It's cool that they're giving it for free. Buy the packs to no, show I know, support. I it's the I same know. money. Same money, but I, I I don't like like in game purchases. Oh, I agree, I agree. That's why I very rarely do it. But I was just like, I want to support these guys. It's the only way I could do it, so I'm doing it. Oh, and they showed mm-hmm. off something from Monster Hunter. I didn't pay attention, but oh, the, <laughs> I figured the, you'd be interested. The new one coming out for the Switch, Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah, you'll be able to ride a dog in that one. Your wolf. It's pretty cool. That's great. Yeah, great for all you haven't Monster touched, Hunters out there, dude. I haven't touched Monster Hunter. Good uh, on the Good. Xbox in forever. Good, delete it, take take it off, take it off your uh, your hard drive there. Um, what else? They showed a new map for Among Us. Uh, okay. the Mass Effect teaser. Yeah, those are all the major stories right there. All right, so we got that, and then the 
Game of the Year. Just double checking. Yeah. And then Game of the Year. Nominees, please. The nominees for the 2020 Game of the Year are... Can, can you can you guess four of them? Final Fantasy VII Remake. That's one. Hades. That's two. Last of Us Part Two. That's two. That's three. Um, Persona Five. No. Oh, uh, one second. Uh, one, one of your favorites. Doom Eternal. One of your favorites. Doom Eternal is oh, a fourth Ghost one. Of, Ghost of Shima. That's five. Sorry, that's five. Yeah. You can get uh, the last. Those one are if you all think. the nominees. No, there's one more. You could get it if you really think ah, about shit. it. I said okay. this. This should be a contender. So you got Last of Us Part Two. Oh right, uh, Animal Crossing and Animal Crossing. Yeah. So Last of Us yeah. Part Two, Animal Crossing: New Horizons, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, and Hades. Okay. Now I'm I, gonna. I'm gonna. Go oh, for it. Go no, ahead, no, no say what you gotta no. say. Say what you gotta say. I was gonna say I'm gonna guess it was uh, Last of Us Part Two. Okay, that's fine. So the winner. Now, what what I wanted to say is that if you, I don't have it in front of me, but compared to last year's Game of the Year, like it's funny because last year you looked at it and it was just like I don't know who's gonna win because they're all like okay games, and this year is just like my God, 2020 sucked, but for games it was a great year. <laughs> you know, you look at these games, it's like 2020 killed it. In terms of video games, I know, right? It's it like fantastic. They did great. I played all the games on this list, with the exception of Animal Crossing, Doom, and Hades. So I guess I played half the games. Um, but uh, from what I have seen, I understand what people enjoy them. Understand what people like them. And uh, when I put in my vote, I did vote for The Last of Us Part Two. I truly feel that that was the game of the year. Um, and Last of Us Part Two is the winner of the 2020 Game of the Year. Uh, so Last of Us just cleaned house. So it was the winner. Yes. Uh, okay. And they won so many awards, deservedly so. Um, so, yeah, I know there's a lot of people that are going to be upset about that. The, the Abby haters, the, you know, the, the people, oh, you killed Joel, you know, all that stuff. But, hey, man. So so 2019 uh, Game of the Year nominees were Control. Yep. Resident Evil 2. Yep. Super Smash Brothers Unlimited. <clears throat> Sicario Shadows Die Twice. The hell is Death that? Death Stranding. Oh, Shekiro. Sekiro. You said oh, Sicario. <laughs> That's the Sorry. winner too. <laughs> Sicar- Sekiro. I was like, they yeah, made yeah. a they made a a, a a Mexican mob cartel game. That's crazy. I didn't even know. <laughs> That's where I was. Thinking. <laughs> Dyslexia. Uh, Death Stranding yep. and The Outer Worlds. Um, and yes, Sekiro uh, Shadows Die Twice was the winner. Yep. Yep. Now I just want to um, say. Those games, the, they worked on them. That was great and everything. Compare those games to this year. Those games suck. <laughs> and and, yeah. and not for nothing, what should have won last year, and it, it wasn't even in the category because of the cutoff date, was Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. That should have right. been the winner. And it wasn't part of this year. Because, let's be real, it couldn't compare. No. It was a great game, it sucks, but it couldn't man. compare. Oh. It should have won last year. It's it was such a great game. Yeah, that oh game God, that game fantastic. hasn't that game didn't win one win one award, and all because That's of the bullshit, cutoff date. Yeah. I know. Yeah, and I was just like, you know, and because of that, why don't they do the game awards in do them in like March or February? That way, everybody's played the games from the previous year, and if they didn't, they still have a little bit more time to do so. Then yeah. you do the game year. Oh, okay, let's do it. The only problem is that people want to have content for the end of the year where, like, hell, mm-hmm. us too. 
here's an episode that we're hoping is going to do better on listens because it's game of the year episode. So I get it, yeah. but I feel like it should be later on so that everybody has the chance to play those games and everybody has a chance to be nominated for the year they released in. But that's I mean, neither here nor why there. You should do, if anything, just do the Game Awards December 31st. Mm. Cutoff date is December 30th. People have 12 hours to play a game. Yeah, but how many people are going to be watching the Game Awards in the middle of their New Year's Eve party? You're acting like gamers going to go to New Year's Eve parties. They do. This is bullshit. You can't base your gamers off of me. I'm 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 unusual. Gamer, nah, gamers gamers are normal people. Everybody's a gamer now, Eslam. Everybody's a gamer no, that's now. That's not true. It's not gamers they, are not normal people. They play games on their phones. Everybody plays we're, games. We're above normal people. Oh, don't okay. hang on. You you've been a gamer for like three minutes. Calm down. <laughs> 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 you gotta work your way up to that status. We right? are the master class. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, yeah, you're right. New Year's Eve. I forgot about that. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I give not two shits. Oh, about me neither. I could care less, but most people do. I'll care about New Year's Eve when it's the turn of the century. Make again. that into a game. But I won't be alive. Make that into a game. What? The New Year's Eve party game. <laughs> Someone probably already made I'm something. Sure, like I'm that. sure it exists. Um, Overall, it was a good else? show. It was a good show. I feel like it was, uh, for, for in terms of it being in COVID, uh, they did a very good job. One thing I want to touch on real quick, uh, there was two musical performances I want to speak of. Um, uh, what's his name? Eddie Vedder, I believe it is, from uh, Pearl Jam. He performed okay. the Future Days from Last of Us Part Two. Uh, mm-hmm. He performed that song. It, it, it was cool. And uh, then you had the, oof, I'm going to butcher it. I want to say it's like the London, some, some, so harmonic harmonic the people who do the music okay the symphony people um i forgot what they're called but they do this every year where they take the uh game of the year uh nominations and they take different themes from each game and make it into one overall like game of the year song oh that's cool and it's always a killer and this year was a good one uh this year was yeah. a good one when they got to last of us like you hear like the little like it was like a banjo like kicking i was like oh man this is this is dope it was if anything watch the game awards just to see that just to hear the song yeah um not for nothing near replicant when that game comes out i cannot wait because near has some of the best music i've ever heard in video games oh there was also um because it was the super mario 35 anniversary they did a similar thing where it was like all the different games from like major Mario games. And it was so good when they would did like the main, the main one, like, and then they cut to like super Mario 64 and then super Mario galaxy and odyssey. And it was like, my God, man, Nintendo just makes you happy. You know, (laughs) but uh, it was great, man. It was great, but a a great show hats off to Jeff Keighley for pulling something like this off in the middle of a pandemic for getting people like Gal Gadot. Um, Stephen A. Smith, the hell was he doing there? Yeah. Uh, you know, like all these people, like you, you got uh, Brie them. Larson was there. Brie Larson was there. That's correct. You got a lot of different celebrities, uh, and then you had um, was was who's the guy who directed the the Dark Knight series? Was his name Christopher Nolan? He present he was the guy who presented Nolan. Yeah, he presented the Game of the Year award. You know, oh really? Okay. Keanu Reeves is there, and he moved a lot, like he always does. God bless him. You know. <laughs> At one point, he sat up out of his seat, got real close to the camera for no reason, went back. I was like, what's he doing? He got excited. This <laughs> man, I was like, you know what, man? Do you. Make some motorcycles. What? <laughs> that, 
That was one of the Night Night City Wire things. When oh, they showed okay. off the motorcycles were based off of like he owns a motorcycle company. Oh, I stopped watching those. That was the one before last. I missed the last one. Where they were yep, just like, hey. I think I stopped after the third one. Oh, you should have. <laughs> but they were like, Night City <laughs> yeah. Wire. What are we going to talk about this time? Hey, Keanu, you got anything special? Yeah, I make bikes. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this fucking stupid Night City Wires. Um, yeah, so it's it's good that they were able to pull this off mm-hmm. on um, during the pandemic. Uh, there's... Content consumption in general has been upended and transformed by the pandemic. And we're going to talk about this in another episode uh, with uh, all the Disney announcements. So look forward to Disney and Marvel and Star Wars and all that stuff. So look forward to that episode coming soon, uh, real soon. Um, But... It's it's just interesting to see how things went from the how important the silver screen was, and now it's mostly how important your series are. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I just think that transition was very interesting, and the same thing with video games, um, where it went from action and people grew. And they are more interested, uh, at least maybe I can say the majority, mm-hmm. uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, are more interested in uh, narrative-based. Uh, I feel like the people or the majority of the players of like the shooter games are younger generation, at least uh, from what I've seen um, in my cousin's kids and stuff like that. They're like 14, mm-hmm. 10 or whatever, and they love like the... Call of Duty, Black Ops, all that stuff, and shooters, and they'll play it for hours upon hours. Yeah. And I played it for ten minutes, and I was like, "I'm done with bored. this." I need, yeah, I'm just like, I, I, I was like, at the at the time, I was in the middle of um, the last Batman Arkham game, yeah, uh, Arkham Knight, and I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Yeah. Like, I, I can't play. It. I got a question for you though, but you did like the the SOCOM game on PSP. How old were you then? Exactly. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, yeah, so it's exactly. like I get it, you know. I did enjoy that game, and that's why I'm unusual time. because when I was that age, I was thinking the yeah. way I am now, where I was just yeah. like, "This is boring and stupid. I don't want to play this." Well, you're you're ahead of your time, Dan. You're you're that Benjamin Button, yep. but in just brain form. Um, you know what I mean? No. Eventually, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna be a giant baby in outer space. Um, that's a different movie. Yep, it is. <laughs> <laughs> But you're you're getting your your brain is gonna transform into younger, and then your body's not gonna be able to handle it, and then you're just gonna explode into a giant baby. I think I'm space. just getting older. I think I'm, by the time I I hit forty, I'm gonna be I'm gonna have the mind of like a hundred and twenty year old, <laughs> which I guess is brain dead. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, actually, I think there was someone recently turned like a hundred and eleven. Okay, like getting up to one twenty is gonna be normal. Okay, um, just like. God, I'm like not gonna lie. That sounds kind of horrible. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if I want to, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess um, it depends on your health status. Oh, but be... if you, I guess, if you take care of yourself, yeah. you should be fine. Uh, you'll be somewhat mobile. Oh, ladies but... and gentlemen, if you, if you, if the way I eat, the way I live, if, you, if I make it to 120, just put me out of my misery. My God, that sounds <laughs> <laughs> like it is a curse that I live that long. <laughs> 
Uh, like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Just if, even if I can't speak, just know on this date to, to this day, just play back this audio in court. Like, listen, he said he wanted it. I was I was doing him a favor. Yeah. You know? I got you, bro. <laughs> but I'm gonna be one twenty. Also just waiting. trying to just, just waiting. trying to kill your ass. <laughs> you see me outside your window just with a knife, just waiting, looking at the clock. It's gonna be November twelfth. <laughs> uh, like fucking eleven fifty eight. I'm just gonna be like <laughs> coming oh, for man. you, bitch. It's gonna be cold out there. <laughs> better, I'll probably die waiting to kill you. <laughs> you better have a shawl or something. <laughs> A shawl. <laughs> you're gonna be uh, old. You have to have shawls when you're old. Uh, of course. But uh, one thing I just want to say, like I said, in terms of video games growing up with us, um, like you were talking about how the like now TV shows and TV series or, or series in general are more important than like movies in a sense. Uh, I feel like the game award show, not only the ga- the games themselves, but the awards have grown as well. There was a time where um, I can't remember his name. The Malibu's most wanted, the main character, the actor. Okay. Yeah. He was the host of the Game Awards one year, and this man was just drunk. It was this. It was the Spike TV Game Awards, where it was just like everything's like whoa, action-based explosions, and then like girls in bikinis, and they have this guy who's drunk, and it and it's weird because that at the video game industry that was the same age bracket we were in where we were like, Oh, this is awesome. This is the coolest thing ever. You know? Yeah. Drunk guys, titty. Yeah, exactly. Yay. And then it's like, you had a little before that you had games like uh, Duke Nukem. It was just like, Whoa, this is explosions. And then you had Grand Theft Auto and it was like, Oh, this is amazing. And there's still a place for that in games as there always should be. But you just see like, that was what was popular in the game awards sphere. And then now the Game Awards sphere, like I said, has grown with us, which I, I, I love it because I feel like the world in general has grown with us. And I think we're yeah. very special for that. I feel it. I think it's funny because I feel like movies did the opposite. They right back then it movies were more story based. Okay. It was all about like, yeah, the acting, you know, yeah, like the story. And and then once technology caught up, it was like explosions yeah. and blah. Yeah. And just like, yeah. um, I think that's hilarious. What's that this in the script? Dialogue? Write it over. I want 30 more explosions. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like thinking about like Citizen Kane, North by Northwest, like Alfred Hitchcock, yeah. like all those like beautifully done movies yeah. and cinematography because they had to yeah. think of a way to do something yeah. and out we're, of the and box we're like with, Iron Man 3 <laughs> yeah exactly like all the CGI and shit which is like 90% of the movies yeah. now there's still some good and ones just, but you're right for the most no, part of you're course. absolutely yeah, right yeah. I, I think no there's some phenomenal movies yeah, now yeah. but like I feel like it's like you have to find them Yeah, and I feel like again now it's just like a lot of it is like they're, they ran out of it's not they ran out of ideas they got lazy because there's source material that's readily available that yeah. people love that's ready right there in comic book form. Well, not only um, that, there's that. And then you, it's all money focused and it's just yes, like, Hey, yes. this sells, we're just going to keep doing this. And yeah. and it's funny because in terms of video games, that's the call of duty format. Just do it yeah, again. Yeah. It's the same yeah. thing with NBA 2K, FIFA, NFL, uh, Madden, same thing. It's like, Hey, this already works. Let's just do it again. They're going to buy it. Mm. Yeah, of course. But um, yeah, like and like I said, I feel like video games in general hasn't grown yeah, much. Yeah. I feel like that's the same. But the like the games industry, like the the game awards sphere, all that stuff, I feel like that's matured. Yeah. Or you yeah. can look at a game that's like a walking simulator where all you do is walk around and talk to people, and that could potentially win game of the year because it's such a good story driven game, mm-hmm. even though there's no action. 
But I digress. Yeah. So, <clears throat> any final thoughts? Or was that segment our final thoughts? I think that was my, my final thoughts. Actually, no. I got one for you. Um, this should probably just be said after we're done with the podcast. But, man, I am looking forward to the LWG Favorites of 2020 episode. I am I am yes. looking forward to that one. I hope you guys are, too. So Yeah, that, that's going to be a fun yeah. one. Um, we're going to have to curate some of those episodes Absolutely. and uh, talk about them. Um, yeah, no final thoughts for me. Um, look forward to our next uh, episode. Uh, thank you for listening to Los Wise Guys podcast. Again, I am one of your hosts, Eslam, accompanied by Dan. Um, if you like what's here, follow us on social media. Like, subscribe, share, rate, and review. You know, spread the word. Do it now. Spread it. <laughs> it sounded like you were a cop for a second. Like, spread it. Um, as always, thank you. And have a great week.